but we were like obsessed with the misogynist male character oh god yeah i was like damn i want my own edward cullen <laughs> i'd kill myself if i had my own edward oh cullen. my god Welcome back to Chaotically Bookish. My name is Annabelle. My name is Ashley. And this week we're going to be talking about books from your, from booktube past, <laughs> you know, classics like uh, Twilight and Hush Hush and The Vampire Academy, you know, the good classics. The true classics. The true classics. We'll also be discussing some bookish news, some book to TV slash movie adaptation news, which is always very exciting. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. What are you reading right now? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like this month I've really fallen off the whole reading thing. It's February not a reading is, slump. February is not the great one for it. Really isn't. Nah. It's not a reading slump, but it's just like I just. It's like you're not in the mood for anything because it's like no. you know how like in the summer you're like I want to read contemporary romance yep. and like during autumn you want to read like horror fantasy mystery, but like what's february it's like love is kind of crammed down your throat but you don't want to read a romance yeah i also feel like in january you set yourself these goals yeah and so you like read like crazy to meet them and then february comes around you're like ah screw that it's like every new year's resolution every new year's resolution (laughs) doesn't matter what it is nah what are you reading right now i'm reading people no what is it called people we meet on vacation that's the one that's the one i'm eh, it's okay so far it's not like really grasping my attention but it's fun for the genre it's in people really love that book really love that book i don't really know i'm like that's what i get scared to read these books that people really love books yeah especially when i have a reputation for not liking romance (laughs) books and it's like people are just like well of course you didn't like it you don't like any romance book no (laughs) exactly (laughs) all right well let's start talking about some uh bookish news so this week in book news so the lunar chronicles series by marissa meyer is getting a movie adaptation that's exciting uh locksmith animation option for it and i love the idea of animation i do too especially with those new covers yes i feel like it's gonna be great it's gonna look so cool I think it's gonna be wicked i also think for a sci-fi-esque book it's going to do really well as animation. Exactly. Like, that's what I always wish for with fantasy and sci-fi. It's just like, dude, no matter how hard you try, the CGI looks so never going to get there. Versus like an animation with like, like you have Cinder, who's a cyborg. Like she's going to look sick as an animation. So cool. So cool. Have you read the books? I have. I haven't. I read them way back when. You know, speaking of books of yore. (laughs) Speaking of books of yore, this is one of them. Um, there's not much news about it though yet. Like it's obviously just got picked up. That's so cool. It will include all four books in the oh series, which is exciting. Very exciting. I'm excited about it. I think Me it's too. great. Uh, other than that, another, you know, old book that we all love, uh, Percy Jackson, the TV show got greenlit. Dude, I'm so excited. After that, you know, horror show that was those movies. I kind of like, I okay, still the first movie was not that bad. I'm not going to lie. I watch them and I enjoy them. Yeah. They're really like, it's like, decent. They're cheesy. And the second one is hot garbage. It is, but like, I'll still watch it. Oh, I can't. I really? can't do it. I'm a huge fan of the books. Like I am absolutely like Percy Jackson is like, I don't know, Harry Potter level obsession for me. I love it so much. And I feel like a lot of people do too. So exactly. Like, and I'm like, please don't fuck it up for the second time. I don't think they can. Cause like, so Disney plus picked up Percy Jackson 
And Rick Riordan has stated that he will be involved in it's this. It's published through um, Disney Hyperion. So yes. Disney always owned Percy Jackson, I'm pretty oh, sure. Yeah. 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 So they're, they're going to produce it. Um, and Rick Riordan was like very serious. He was like, I wasn't a part of the movies. He's like, they upped the age to like 17. When which they didn't need to do. No. I have nothing bad to say about Logan Lerman, though. No, that, me neither. He put his whole Logan Ussi. <laughs> <laughs> he put his Lermussi. Oh, my God. <laughs> into that role. He did a really he good did. job. I think he did great. He just, it's the material yeah. that they were working with. Because they didn't include the author of that book, it's of that series. Trash. Like, what's the point? Exactly. <laughs> include the author. That's how you make a good adaptation. I know, and also they should have known that like Percy Jackson had like the most insane fan base. Absolutely. It's like, yeah, we're going to rip that shit to shreds. Mm -hmm. I feel like with all book to movie adaptations, you have to be so careful. Yeah, absolutely. Because like one wrong move and you have an entire fan base. Like if they had messed up Shadow and Bone, could you imagine? Oh my God. They messed up Six of Crows. Could you imagine? We should get into that one day, but I have thoughts. I'm sure. (laughs) I know you do. I'm trying to think of like other movie, like Diver- I feel like the Divergent movie, the first one. Oh my God. But the fandom had a lot to say about how oh, it went, but yeah. not only for like the adaptation, but like the books too. I feel like Twilight was good. Twilight was good. Twilight yeah. was a good adaptation. Harry Potter had a pretty good Harry adaptation. Potter. Harry Potter. Obviously. I mean, I'm sure like hardcore fans don't agree, but. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. But they had a lot to say about the third movie, even though it's the best one. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And like Lord of the Rings had like, I think the perfect adaptation. I know you haven't seen it, but it's three hours long. It's four hours long with the extended edition. I can't, I have this. I, okay. Something I do that absolutely gets on my boyfriend's nerves is I can't finish like a simple two hour movie. So if I'm watching something on my own, I will literally start the first hour, stop go do something else for four days and then finish the last hour how do you remember what happened i don't know it's usually a movie i've already seen i never watch new movies so like disney movies are like the perfect length for you yeah 100 percent. and even that is a little solid hour and a half (laughs) even that's much like i can't (laughs) (laughs) i was like watching the hunger games the other night and i was like i got pause they're not that long no they're not i can't do it i'm a tv show person and to a point where one 20 minute episode is good and then I move on. Like even even like an hour long episode's too long for you. A little bit, yeah. Like I have to do something else. Like I have to play Mario Kart or I have to have like a book open. That is insane. I know. I just can't. I don't have the attention span for <laughs> that TV. That is insane. I know. Oh my god. I don't know what to tell you. Any more news we got going on? So, Legendborn. Ooh. By Tracy Dion. So good. So good. It's getting I'm pretty sure it's getting a movie. That's so exciting. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't believe it got picked up so fast. That's It's such a good book, though. It's really good. Bloodmarked, the second book, comes out in November, if I'm not wrong. It's <sighs> too far away. I know. I loved that book. I thought it was so fun. A King Arthur retelling? You can't go wrong. That's not even something that like commonly happens. A King no. Arthur retelling? It's so good. So good. And I don't like urban fantasy, in all no, honesty. No, I don't either. But, like, I genuinely love that so did i so good it was so good great like just everything and it's one of the few books that you've recommended to me that i actually like i know i was like you have to read this like now and i was like "Uh uh-huh okay (laughs) (laughs) let's move on to the main topic of this episode our favorite books of your (laughs) 
I love saying of your, like in friends. You're so fancy. <laughs> it's an apothecary table of your. <laughs> From the time of your. <laughs> All right. Well, what's what's a book that you like absolutely love? from back in the day <laughs> All uh, of them. i mm, i wouldn't say there's any book from back in the day that i'm like yes <laughs> i love it like we've like we've talked about a lot on this yeah. podcast i will reread twilight till the day i die <laughs> happily happily i mean yeah i agree throw in some bella's lullaby i'll twerk to that you know what i mean like i love that that became a meme that was the best tiktok trend and no one can tell me otherwise <laughs> so wild. so i love it i loved it when people were like in doing the dance in front of their parents, parents. yeah i know <laughs> yeah i i don't know i wasn't like, I, I wasn't big on divergent so that kind of fell away hush you hush is kind really of got into away. dystopia did you no not really no I can, I genuinely can only think of Twilight as one of those old books that I really like reread all the time. Well, for me, I think my favorite was probably even above Twilight. I'm going to say the Vampire Academy. See, I never read the Vampire I Academy. I believe you didn't. I don't know why. I think Twilight and the Vampire Diaries just took me for a Wait, loop you read it. the vampire diaries i did oh my god and they just kept coming those books kept coming and i was like i can't keep up i was and like you're in a weird the author there yeah they got into a weird dimension and like like you're I, kidding me i, I don't want to spoil it but it was i'll tell you i about don't it think later. anyone's gonna be reading the vampire right, diaries well, like so like damon died but like died died what and like elena was like i don't want to remember any of this so like stefan like erases her memories at one point Stefan has magical powers? I don't know. I can't. Now, mind you, I there could be someone listening who's like, you are absolutely incorrect about everything you just said. <laughs> and that's valid because I read this when I was like 13. I read this series when I was like a child. So like my memory is probably not good, but I just, and like Caroline turned into a werewolf and had Tyler's litter. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, she was pregnant with all of his babies and she gave birth to all of his babies. And at one point, Elena like floats into the sky and she's like, transform i don't even know what the fuck it was wild from start to finish i always thought the tv show was wild no that shit tame compared to this book series i can't i can't even that was in the series that i read when i uh, when i picked up who's the author r no l j smith yes l j smith i read the um the witch books the secret circle books oh the secret circle <laughs> you know the, the show that oh, was on the yeah. cw for like one season you know that really um like the pretty boy blonde actor yeah yeah he visited my high school what and was doing a random signing after school it was the weirdest fucking thing in the world that's so cool it was but like i didn't watch it i just like was like he's a celebrity i should go get my shit signed so i literally just gave him a piece of paper to sign <laughs> and then I lo- i'm pretty sure i lost it like i don't have that anymore for those who don't know we live in vancouver bc which is pretty much like the hollywood of canada yeah like literally every tv Everything's show gets filmed here yeah we got riverdale we had Sabrina, once upon a time once upon a time supernatural twilight was filmed here yep Pretty much, like, we have Lionsgate, so everything is pretty much filmed Literally, there. Netflix yeah. and Disney have studios here. Your brother works for a film studio, right? Yeah, he's a... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he's a... Mm. <laughs> he does, like, the lighting and stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. Shows. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. He, he, like, worked near the studio that Robin, Robert Pattinson was filming Batman at. Our mascot? Yeah, and I was like, you need to let me know where he is and when. And he was like, I don't work on his movie. And I was like... You need to tell me. Robert Pattinson perfectly 
encompasses our personalities. I would say so. <laughs> He's perfect. <laughs> He's literally perfect. Have you seen the new um, GQ photo-, photo shoot with him in? I haven't. It's wild. Oh my God. I love I love him and I love that Hollywood tolerates him. I love that he like half of the stories that he talks about, he literally makes up. They're not even real. I love that for him. He's straight up. He's like, yeah, I make up shit. So like if I don't if I don't remember a story that you reference, I totally lied. <laughs> I'm like king. It must get tiring doing the same interview, so like why not? He's so chaotic. I love that cuz we're chaotic. <laughs> What were your like books? Definitely Vampire Academy. But when I look back on it, because I really want to reread it so badly. And I think when I was originally on Bookstagram, we almost had this like reread. I was in this group where we were going to reread Vampire Academy. And I guess I I left before we started, but I want to reread it. But at the same time. Yeah. It's like, do I want to tarnish the memory of this book? But if also, it's, not great? it's like incredibly problematic. Ooh. The main love interest is 24 years old. How old is the 17? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah, you know how Edward's 110, but he's still physically 17? No, I'm going to fix that. He's actually going to be an adult. <laughs> love that. Great. <laughs> Jeez. But have you watched the movie? Yes, but forever ago, and I genuinely can't remember anything about that movie. It was brilliant. Other than, like, that main girl, the, like, the brown-haired one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, she's hot. She's really hot. She's hot. (laughs) People didn't really like um, her for Rose, because Rose in the book is described as curvy. Oh, I see. And I guess the representation was, uh, you know. Yeah. So, hopefully they fix that. (laughs) I feel like especially now like in 2022 yeah they know yeah that representation is yeah, incredibly representation important is incredibly important yeah <laughs> and it get and people are aware like you can't just like not include no but the, like the tv show speaking of book to movie adaptations mm-hmm. vampire academy is getting an adaptation and they have completely revamped the entire cast to be more diverse and i think they're changing some storylines maybe i i should hope so because yeah, like so. that's the thing these books were like you know hugely popular like 10 years ago that hurts to say but like yep. over 10 years ago and there were over issues and years. things in those mm, yeah thanks over <laughs> 10 years ago but there were some things in those books that you know flew then don't fly now definitely don't so it's nice to see that people are like especially if you want to make an adaptation they're like okay well let's let's look this over at least we hope that they're looking it over i know so that's why i'm like really afraid to like go and reread the book Mm because i'm like will i hate it yeah i really want to reread hush hush but i know that we'll hate it damn well that it's gonna suck it's gonna suck i'm not prepared you know what another another series that definitely had anyone who liked ya books in a chokehold mortal instruments mortal instruments had my ass it had it was the first cassie claire series i read and I was so far up that up Jace's ass. I just love Malik was my, my shit. sister, my blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And I let that shit fly too. I was like, yeah, nice. Me too. I like. I was so far up Cassie Claire's ass that oh, I'm yeah. still up there. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I do think like if I reread the Mortal Instruments, I don't. Think- I think it's her worst work. 
Oh, arguably. Yeah. I haven't read her other work, but I can imagine. I watched um, a review on BookTube back in the day. Um, I think it was Cass J. Tuck. I don't know if you ever watched her, but she did a review comparing the mortal instruments to the infernal devices. And she was just like, I can't believe that's the same author. <laughs> was the mortal instruments was her first? Her first it was her first yeah. series. She start, She wrote City of Bones, Ashes, and Glass. And then, and then she took a break from the series and then wrote. Wait, no, I think she wrote Glass and then she wrote Fallen Angels. Mm-hmm. And then she took a break and wrote Clockwork Angel, I believe. Either way. It was something like that. Yeah. But yeah, The Infernal Devices. If you have read The Mortal Instruments and you're like, I hate it. I'm never going to read any books. Please, please give The Infernal Devices a chance. It's it's really good. Part of me kind of likes reading and comparing like the first book you've written. And then like, like look at like Shadow and Bone compared to Six of Crows. Absolutely. Like huge difference world of difference yeah but yeah. it's like cool to like, like it sucks but it's also cool to see yeah definitely the growth is great mm-hmm. but any other books that you can think of have you rem- do you remember the shiver series yes but i never read it because i was so far up twilight's ass that i hated werewolves same i would not read a werewolf book to save my fucking <laughs> that was life my, that was i was literally like i am team vampire yeah werewolves can go right to hell i remember when vampires started taking a step back to werewolves on wattpad on wattpad of all things and i was pissed i was like i don't want shit to do with werewolves bring back the vampire books bring back the vampire books. i'm pretty sure that's when i fell off of wattpad when i stopped reading wattpad was because <laughs> werewolf books took over and i was like hell no and you're like harry styles needs to be a vampire and not harry a werewolf styles, if i don't get kidnapped by all five boys of one direction and they aren't all vampires what's the point <laughs> what's the point what is the point <laughs> I don't open up my green orbs and put my messy brown hair into a bun and then walk downstairs. My mom says, you've been bought by One Direction and they happen to just all be vampires. Why am I alive? (laughs) You know, you're deep in the Wattpad um, fan fiction life when uh, you don't even read YN. You just put your name in there. Oh my God, I am there. (laughs) It's like a toxic trait. It is a red flag of mine that I just don't even see Y slash N. I just see Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) um but speaking of these books i feel like they really introduced tropes that to this day still stand and i think they also introduced like the chokehold that tropes have on ya oh yeah like what was really popular during those times pregnancy pregnancy trope um love triangle love triangle the like strong boyfriend seemed and like weak-willed like main the girl ordinary girlfriend the ordinary girlfriend and the mystical boyfriend <laughs> who's like somehow just has so much more control over every situation than she does the the female protagonist that has no agency no agency at all i don't know what oh the like the breakup trope because it's what's best for you fuck so tiring so like, tiring compare those tropes to the tropes that are popular today one so to much throat, better than the other enemies to lovers yeah, found one bed family. They're all so much better than what we had over 10 years ago. I'm an absolute sucker for the one bed trope. Who isn't? If you're not, that's weird. (laughs) I don't care how fucking overdone it is. There's only one bed. It's always great. It's always the best. Nothing's better than it. (laughs) Arguably. Arguably nothing better than it. Especially when they're like enemies. 
Oh, and they kind of hate each other. They kind of hate each other low key. Nothing better. (laughs) I love it. Um, Speaking of, what do you think books in the past got away with that just would not fly anymore? So much. (laughs) Oh my God. I don't even know where to start. No diversity. No diversity. No representation. No representation of any kind. No. Any kind. You wouldn't, like, I feel like the first like gay character i came in contact was, with was alec was wasn't alec it? yeah and magnus from from the mortal instruments yep but before that nothing nothing not a thing nothing it's so bad <laughs> and i feel like they also really pushed like harmful gender roles yes absolutely yeah like i i think like i didn't see it then because no. you just think oh like this the overprotective boyfriend who doesn't want that huge misogynist huge like Every time, like, the boyfriend was like, here, this is what's best for you. And the main girl does not get a choice. And it's such a huge flip because now you have these these female protagonists that are bad bitches and they make their own choices. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah, that, that, that's how it should be. It's how it should be. That's how it should be. But we were, like, obsessed with the misogynist male character. Oh, God, yeah. I was like, damn, I want my own Edward Cullen. <laughs> I'd kill myself if I had my own Edward oh Cullen. Oh my god. You're going to the grocery store and he's like, I need to come with you. Like, there's it's lovely to, you know, feel protected and stuff like that. Yeah. Sure. But like, he just took every decision away from her. And every decision that she made, he was like, no, you're wrong. I, the fact that she had to bargain with him. Oh my god. <laughs> the fact that she had to bargain over her choices. Yeah. Red flag. Huge red flag. We still love Eddie Boy, though. Still love Eddie Boy. Still so far up his ass. <laughs> also, I feel like without, like, not that I'm making, I'm not, I'm not advocating bad books <laughs> and harmful things, but, like, I feel like if those books didn't exist, we wouldn't have the strong female protagonists that no. we have now. We wouldn't have this absolute coin flip. Well, that's, that's the argument. Like, how do you learn if you don't learn from history? Exactly. Like that shit doesn't fly now. What, what little girls want to see, what little boys want to see, what little everyone wants to see Mm -hmm. is themselves. And they want to see someone who's strong. Yeah. Like it kind of kills me. And I'm, I'm glad I didn't, you know, turn out like Bella because like (laughs) she was my role model. I was like, oh my God, Bella Swan. I want to be just like Bella Swan. I don't want to be like Bella Swan. No. Not even close. Uh Uh-uh. There's better characters out there. You know? I know, and it's like it's so weird how they used to like the way they're written. It doesn't make sense for you to side with Bella because no. like every argument was in Edward's point of view, and you're just like, yeah, well, he's right, and I'm like, yeah, but why was it even framed that way? Especially because she's the narrator, exactly. <laughs> she's leading the story, and you're like, yeah, no, Edward, Edward's right. Edward's Edward always ain't right. Telling the story. <laughs> This isn't his. I know. And it's, I honestly really love, I know that not a lot of people read it, but like Midnight Sun was a very good demonstration of how Edward was so flawed. Oh yeah. That's, and that's why I quite liked it. Yeah. This is a very interesting, because you, you idolize the shit out of him. Oh yeah. When you read Twilight and then you read Midnight Sun, you're like, he's a freak. He's cracked. (laughs) 
he's absolutely he's like a creepy boyfriend he is and you really see it from his point of view and you see how like jealous he is and how like he's so petty so petty and like he just thinks the worst things but everyone <laughs> even though he like I, pretty, I feel like it was in like twilight or something where he says you know you try not to listen because it's not fair to judge people on their thoughts because they can't control it and they're not expecting someone else to hear it mm-hmm. it's a privacy thing where he's listening to all her friends thoughts and he's like i fucking hate her i hate her i hate him they're dicks like dude come on you're no better <laughs> he's such a bitch such he's a bitch. so crabby so crabby <laughs> god is that what a hundred years does to you because like no wonder arrow is the way he is <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah but like definitely like if any of those books didn't exist i don't think we would have the amazing ya stories that we have today absolutely yeah like they all really paved the way oh yeah yeah without them we wouldn't have these amazing no and i feel like there are some like i don't know i feel like they were really testing the ground with what flew and what didn't fly with um with ya books because i'm like dystopia really had its moment Mm -hmm. where like literally every book was like in a future far away (laughs) when the government fucked us up accurate (laughs) they're like oh shit we predicted the future exactly but like I think like after Divergent really flopped mm. and that's with that capital F. Yeah. It like, I feel like the genre disappeared. I would say so too. I can't like, I can't name Renegades. Dystopian, yeah. Mm. But that's more sci-fi. I think it's more sci-fi. Marie Lou's books. Are those dystopia? I've only just started Steel Striker, so I can't quite tell you. No, I still it think feels... it's more sci-fi, right? Um, I'm going to say it's a little hint of dystopian. I'm going to say it's dystopian. Okay, okay. Yeah. But I feel like in general, like, I think fantasy came and it was like, we're here to stay, bud. Oh, yeah. Fantasy blew sci-fi and dystopia out of the water when sci-fi and dystopia were the shit 10 years ago. The shit. And now, like, you read anything other than fantasy and, like, that's wild. You're unique. <laughs> you're quirky. Yeah, because I'm, like, even, like, because more um, urban fantasy. Mm-hmm urban fantasy was here to stay oh yeah i feel like ya and urban fantasy go hand in hand oh big time because it's like you're a normal girl and oh my god magic magic (laughs) but in your normal world but in your normal world you're still in new york with the rats however (laughs) you have magic powers now speaking of things that people got away with (laughs) john green john fucking green he was like the shit oh my god he was he was like a god he was a god i what was your what was your first john green book was it the fault in our stars no i think it was looking for alaska really yeah mine was the fault in our stars of and to that to this day that book Classic. has fucked me up to this day like i'm still like damn that really got me good i feel like people hate john green now yeah, I feel so too, which kind of sucks. I think it kind of sucks too. I don't I don't understand why people like rag on him so hard. I don't either. Like, yeah, sure, he wrote some like But I feel like if we're going down that road, pretty much everyone's written like kind of problematic characters. Absolutely. So I'm like, why is John Green getting shit on it? Especially because there's a lot of authors that are problematic that aren't learning yeah from the shit that they've done and john green and like john and hank they yeah. do a lot of good they do so much good and that's like so they have much, those yeah. those uh charities and mm-hmm. they do fundraisers mm-hmm. and and in all honesty like i feel like a lot of john green's books were really formative to me me as well and it was just they were written 
like I said, like we keep saying, over 10 years ago. Over 10 years ago. Just the the themes then were different. They were. I mean, he really popularized popularized, um, the manic pixie dream girl kind of aesthetic. Because looking for Alaska, I wanted that to be my aesthetic. Yeah, same. I feel like my 2014 Tumblr was based off of that book. (laughs) I remember feeling so cool. Like, I would always say, like, if if I saw someone reading it, I'd be like, you know, it's not actually supposed to be a candle. It's supposed to be a cigarette. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) But he couldn't get away with putting a cigarette on a YA book. So it had to be a candle. Isn't is there not a cover with a cigarette on it? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure I watched. I used to be really like into like the Green Brothers on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I used to watch their videos. And I remember John mentioning something about like he didn't like the candle. (laughs) He just wanted it to have smoke then at least. Yeah. But they put the candle in there. I feel like the there was like a special edition they did of it that was like really smoky. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, do you think the Manic Pixie Dream Girl is one of the most harmful tropes out there uh sure yeah 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 it's not yeah i guess because she's like the whole point of her is to like further the male mm-hmm. yeah like at the end of the day like what's she good for exactly uh, nothing she's a fantasy furthering. yeah she's yeah, like, really yeah, dehumanizes she's the girl dehumanizes her because at the end of the day like is she even really like that she's a fantasy she's just a fantasy she's an enigma she is an enigma like yeah. because she's she's a product of this boy his imagination yeah especially in looking for alaska especially as that I book know, goes but that's on. kind of the whole point of the book that's oh, yeah. why i think it like when people shit on it i'm like but isn't that the point is the fact that he's making a commentary on the manic pixie dream girl i feel like there's so much more to john green's books yeah than just this simple book about a boy who's interested in this girl and just comes up with a fantasy about her because something tragic goes on but like like that's the surface level you can get in deep and i feel like you can with a lot of his books i think that people who read john green also got a really bad rap and i think they're paying for it now of being like super pretentious Mm -hmm. because like i don't know like you would be sitting there reading (laughs) mortal instruments and then someone with a john green book would walk past and they'd be like oh what are you reading oh my god <laughs> i feel like i went through like a john green phase like i read the fault in our stars sobbed to death <laughs> looking for alaska sobbed to death and then it was like paper towns and like will grayson will grayson i really liked paper towns so did i yeah especially like the past little, like the first two john green books were dark they were sad they were sad <laughs> perks of being a wallflower is kind of in that like genre i don't know why i always forget about that book when it's like a good book it is so good and the adaptation of that movie was perfection i i don't think anything kind of like comes close to that because that was i walked out of that movie theater sobbing oh yeah changes your life it really does and i think that again that's the proof of a good book to movie adaptation oh yeah the author was heavily involved i'm pretty sure he directed it i'm sure I, I wouldn't insane. know, but yeah. yeah. It was great. <laughs> it was really good. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what are the other authors that like were really popular during our time? Like Cassie Clare, John Green, they were like big names. Oh, they were huge names. Rick Riordan. Rick Riordan. I feel like Ransom Riggs was doing some stuff. Like yeah, that he was, was when that series was coming out. I'm trying to think now, but it's been so long. Rick Riordan had me in a chokehold. <laughs> I never read any of his books. 
<sighs> I'm aware that you're Percy disappointed. Percy Jackson is life-changing. I, it is literally written for someone with ADHD. I don't think it actually is, but like the way it's written, it's so perfect. I bought the entire series because I, I had planned it. to read it. Indigo was doing their buy three, get one free sale, which I take advantage of religiously every year. Indigo is a bookseller in Canada, for those who don't know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought I would go hard and read them all. And I think I read the first book and then I did not continue. Believe I don't even you. remember why. It's so good. Is it like... Because mm, like I'm 23 now. Like, Would it still be like... Yes. Yes. Okay. I reread it like recently. I think I read it last year. Oh, and you were like, oh yeah, this still it's, like resonates. It's, it's a still. banger. Oh my God. <laughs> it's a banger. It's a banger. Okay. I'm sure I can like, I'll just. I'll I wouldn't read the spinoff. I wasn't a huge fan of the spinoff. The, the Lost of Hero. Like a yeah. It complete. It does veer into the problematic atmosphere. Oh Lord. There are characters who come from backgrounds that Monsieur um, Riordan oh, God. does not know about and should not be writing about without consulting people from that actual background. Yikes. <laughs> but, you know, that's a theme with books from yore, right? That's a huge theme. Definitely. <laughs> Which is unfortunate because, like, especially for our age group, those are the books that we grew with. I know, and they shape our mindset. They shape your mind, and that's what's so terrifying, and that's why it's so important to talk about like the problematic issues because, like, it yeah, shapes I hate that you. argument when people are like, "Well, it's just a book," but it shapes you, yeah. especially like less so if you're like an adult reading these books now for the yeah. first time. That's different because you know better. Yeah, but like a thirteen-year-old picking up a YA book with some nasty shit in it—that's a no-no, especially if it's hidden well. Oh, and yeah. you have to read critically to see it. Yeah. That's the biggest issue. Like for me, for sure, with Harry Potter, there were so many things that I, when I read it, it mm-hmm. flew over my mind. And I'm sure for a lot of people, especially young readers, it's going to fly over your mind. Yeah, but that that's the case for adult readers too. There are so many adult readers where I will like talk about something that was super problematic in Harry Potter, you know, n- negating the obvious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, I never, I never noticed that. I never noticed that at all. And it's like, yeah, because it's so sneaky. Yes. And who, which author said it? She said it so well that like an author's beliefs, no matter what, yeah. will find their way into it's, their... Uh, of all people, it was Katie Robert <laughs> who like writes like the smutty retellings and the smutty like, like she wrote Neon Gods. She wrote ele- Electric Idols. Yeah. She wrote the like villain, the smutty villain series. The Disney ones. Um... Yeah, she basically said, you know, it's just a friendly reminder that our values and our beliefs as people end up in our writing, whether we want it to or not, whether yep. we try to or not. Yeah. And that's it, it's true, you know, and it that's does. why reading critically is kind of very it's incredibly important. Mm-hmm. Hard to do. Hard to do. But it is something that we should at least let's say you didn't read it critically the first time. You should be always be open when someone comes to you and goes, hey. This is this is my X, Y, and Z problems with this mm-hmm. book. And not to just shut it down and be like, hey, it's just a book. <laughs> like, I've had people straight up tell me that. Oh, man. I know. It's- and it's just like, oh, well, it's just, especially when it comes to <laughs> adult books, mm-hmm. a lot of the time they'll be like, oh, well, it's just a spicy book. Why are we holding it to <laughs> standards? 
literature in general should just be held to a standard yeah yeah it's literature it means something to you it shapes exactly. you even if it's a smutty book even if it's a smutty book even if you're just like reading it till you're like i have nothing else to do i'll read this yeah but you should always call out things that oh yeah ain't good because usually reflects on the author whether it's a book from 10 years ago or a book that was released yesterday exactly well now that we've started talking about that heavy subject maybe oh we should God. move into a fun joke fun segment <laughs> fun game fun games of uh, fuck mary kill a classic <laughs> a classic all right let's see fuck mary oh this is gonna be hard to like think <laughs> up okay fuck mary kill patch oh no from hush hush jace wayland from the mortal instruments or four from divergent oh, that's easy <laughs> i would murder four <laughs> i would fuck patch nice and you i would jace. marry jace that was the only right answer you always marry a herondale you don't not marry a herondale <laughs> way, way to go with that spoiler <laughs> it's not a spoiler herondales are marriageable material sure they are <laughs> except for the first three books he's chase whalen oh shit <laughs> all right i have one okay edward cullen mm-hmm. <laughs> i know where this is going peter malark oh, okay i know where this is going <laughs> or augustus lord um augustus from um Faldar stars not Augustus Gloop. Not Augustus Gloop. <laughs> um, I'm going to marry Edward. I guess I'll fuck PETA. Oh, wow. I mean, kill Augustus. Spoiler alert. No offense, Augustus. <laughs> spoiler alert. I mean, at this point, if you don't know what happens. Yeah, there's like, like there's a, there's a time limit. I guys. feel like, there, yeah, there absolutely is. Yeah. Like, isn't the rule with like, like even Mar- Marvel movies is like two weeks and then like it's free for all. I was spoiled so bad for you Spider-Man. I'm not going to say anything on the podcast, but no, I didn't. Yes, you did. You were like, uh, I'm, I just want to Google all the spoilers. And I was like, don't. And then you did. No, I didn't Google it. I was on TikTok. Well, that's, that's on you. <laughs> I stayed off of TikTok. Just don't be on TikTok. Just don't be on TikTok. <laughs> I was off of that shit. I was like, uh, uh-uh. I think there should be a rule that like if a piece of media has been out for five years, that it's yeah. free game. Oh yeah. I mean like Twilight, you can't like, that's, you can't like spoiler alert Twilight. You can't no. spoil the Hunger Games. Like shit's been out shit's been out that's it and i know some people get real up in their feelings about it but it's just like Like, i get it with books more so that's like not everyone has read it blah 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 but i'm like the fault in our stars was a movie (laughs) and it's been out for so long you have to everyone and their grandma saw it everyone and their grandma knows what happened exactly (laughs) (laughs) poor augustus oh augustus (laughs) all right what's another one hmm what if we did how about this one for the girls? <laughs> How about Isabel Lightwood? Cl- oh, not Clary, no. Triss and Alina Starkov. This one's actually hard because I feel like they're kind of just all at the same level. Right? I'd marry Isabel, though. I said they're all at the same level, but I'd marry Isabel. <laughs> <laughs> I would marry Isabel. I would. Mm. I would fuck Alina. I don't feel like she'd be a good fuck. I feel like i'd have to kill alina no i couldn't kill alina I'd, I'd kill tris she's so annoying oh she is but i also feel like isabella's like 
has such a temper. I don't think I could put up with it. You know what I mean? Okay, then I would marry Alina and then I would I would fuck Isabel and I would kill Tris. I think I agree with that. Yeah. Overall, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> How about America Singer oh, from the Selection God. Series? <laughs> no. <laughs> America Singer from the Selection Series. Then we could do mix it up a bit. Oh. <laughs> Tessa Gray. Okay. And for the final one, Katniss Everdeen. Shit. I'd marry Tessa. I'd marry Tessa. I think I'd fuck Katniss. And then we throw America in a ditch. Throw America in a ditch. That wasn't even a question. You're like, America. And I was like, yeah, she's done. (laughs) She's done. That was an easy one. That was an easy one. too easy. Have you ever read the selection series? No. And I never will. (laughs) Never will. I I know enough about it. Seeing those covers, they are so iconic. Oh the my girl God. in the dress in the mirrored room. The second I heard that this like main character's name was like America, I was like, I am very confused now. America singer. I was very confused for a long time. And then I just I learned too much about it. And I was like, nah. It's kind of a cult classic. It is. People love it. However, I feel like the people that love it love it because they read it a while ago yeah i haven't heard someone read this book for the first time now and be like oh hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) this book is the best book ever like i have not heard that (laughs) no that's i think that i read i think i read half of it years ago oh man i didn't even make it through it did you ever read the fallen series the one with the goth girl yeah yeah, I read the first book. <laughs> I just wanted to read it because of the covers. I was like, oh, shit. She's bad Because yeah, we were both goth chicks when oh, we were. Oh, God, yeah. Mom was like, it's just a face. I was like, no, mom. And I'm like wearing skulls. My hair's black. I have purple streaks. Paints her room black. I did paint my room black. Of course you did. Black for like three years, four years. <laughs> now it's purple. Yeah, now it's purple with all white furniture. Yay. <laughs> we love a rebranding. Love that for me. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I read that one. And then I read the Nevermore books. Oh, my God. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Well, do you have any recommendations for readers? Some of your favorite YA books? I'm definitely, I I know I said I don't know how I feel about it anymore. But dude, read the Vampire Academy. Just read it. I think I might. I have the first book. I bought it like secondhand and I just have it sitting there. I should just read it. Just read it. It's so bad, but it's so good. I keep getting told that I'll love it. But I think the reason, you know what? The reason I didn't read it is because like Rose, she's not, she's not a vampire, is she? She's a dumb fear. Yeah. And so I think that irked me. Why? I was like, I want, because at the time I was like, I want the human girlfriend, the vampire boyfriend, the eternal love. And I was like, this ain't got that shit. Nah. As far as I know. So I was like, eh. No, her. Well, there is a vampire boyfriend. Oh, well, there you go. Read it. Mm, The way you're looking at me makes me think I shouldn't. (laughs) Read it. Mm. See how you feel. I mean, I'll put it on the list, but it ain't priority. (laughs) There's so much else. It's true. True. I feel like the mortal instruments, like we talked about, like that should get read. It should, because I feel like it was, it was at least to my knowledge, or at Mm -hmm. least for me, it was the first time a gay character oh, yeah. had a storyline. And mm-hmm. yes, arguments could be made for how that isn't the best storyline or the best representation. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really important that it even existed. Like, I remember feeling seen, even though I'm not a gay man. <laughs> but like, I am, I am bisexual. And seeing 
someone in the LGBTQ rainbow represented really like made me feel seen. Oh yeah. Yeah. I bet. Um honestly guys, you should read Hush Hush. <laughs> oh my god. Just read it. It's <laughs> just give it a shot. Give it a shot. Fallen Angels? Ugh. That okay. <laughs> Speaking of like tropes and books from like way back when fallen angels and vampires it was monster of the week hand in hand yeah i oh my god fallen angels like once i got over like twilight and the vampire diaries it was all fallen angels all the time that's all i cared about well yeah ya at during that time was like monster of the week let's pick a monster and let's make them sexy yep (laughs) fallen angels that was my shit because like they even did it with zombies yeah there was that for a while what was it called um all i remember his name was r and her name is juliet yeah i know exactly what warm you're talking about bodies yeah there it was. it was a good movie it was a good movie have you read the book <laughs> i haven't read the book i owned it for a while never bothered <laughs> <laughs> um the hunger games can't talk about books of yore without okay. talking about the, the dystopian games. novel of uh, all novels dystopian ashley you should read that i own it and i will i promised so many people I can't believe you haven't read it. I had I went through this phase during this, you know, craze of I'm books. I'm too cool for the popular exactly, books. Exactly. <laughs> where I was like, I'm too cool for the popular books. I don't want to read the popular books. Because I was convinced, like I am now, that I would hate that I would hate them. So I just didn't bother. And I remember like begrudgingly watching the Hunger Games movie. <laughs> and I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this. But it was like good. And I was like, ah oh, fuck. <laughs> Controversial opinion. Ooh. I don't like the first movie. No, no one does. Oh, really? No. Catching Fire. Is Catching Fire favorite? is the best one. No, I, you know, my reason for not liking the first movie, it gave me a headache. Why? Shaky cam. Interesting. It's so shaky that I legit went home with a migraine. I see. I would never saw it in theaters or anything. And I just watched it on TV. So Too I don't. much shakes. <laughs> Someone give that man a dolly. <laughs> <laughs> I never, yeah, I never pay attention. Really? Yeah. For someone who has ADHD. I know. <laughs> I get focused on everything else. I'm like, uh. You should definitely read it, though. Also, half the time I'm watching TV, I'm, like, looking at, like, my video game screen. Like, I'm not. I'm surprised you're not blind. Honestly, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any other recommendations? Shatter Me, I feel like, was oh, a I good one. It. It, it's come back. It's, like, one of those Is it books. by Terea Maffey? Yeah, Terea yeah. Maffey. Yeah. Like, it's one of those books that's come back because she wrote it as a trilogy and then added three more books, like, as of recent. I haven't read Ooh. them. I'm not going to read them. I hear it just completely negates the rest of the, like, the original trilogy. So that blows. But it does blow. It, it was very interestingly written. And at the time, at the age that I was, I really enjoyed it. And it was a great, it was uh, Enemies to Lovers. And in quite an Enemies to Lovers way, it was interesting prosy writing it was cool dystopian cool dystopian again i only know her from the fact that she married the guy who wrote um, ransom riggs sorry ransom riggs yeah 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 Yeah. he wrote um the miss peregrine books and they got married in a library i love that that's beautiful it's cute (laughs) all right so that's our show don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel at chaotically bookish for filmed podcasts and any future lives we do, uh, be sure to rate us and follow us on Instagram. We're at Chaotically Bookish Podcast on Instagram and at Chaotically Bookish on TikTok. 
You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Ashes Reads. And you can find Annabelle on TikTok at Many Wizard Pages. Oh, and Bookstagram now. Yeah, I'm back on there. Congratulations. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. I always knew you'd come back. Me and my 25 followers. I love that for you. <laughs> if you ever want to contribute to the show, you can send us an email. You can send us funny stories, book recs, or anything else you really feel like talking to us about. Our email is linked in the description. Stay safe. Enjoy a good book. And we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.